Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. This week on the show, Super Sunday is tomorrow. Millions of Americans will be glued to the big game. On today's show, what the big game can teach us about retirement, the preparation, the consistencies, the protections that successful NFL teams implement that can be implemented in your life. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. I love it. Welcome in. There's no Terry Bradshaw or Howie Long, but we are the Get Ready for the Future show. Genwell team assembled for another show about your finances, your retirement, your money. But there is a clear distinction there with that music that we are tying it all to football today as we welcome you in. My name is Scott Inman. Troy Johnson to my left. Good morning to you. Good morning. And John Shrewsbury to my right. Good morning to you. Good morning. I'm just wondering who's paying the royalties to the Fox Networks. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to log that down, aren't you, Casey? You have to say, hey, we'll use that for a yeah. moment or two. Yeah. It's coming out of his paycheck, by the way, just so you know. Wow. Man, we're off and running today. Yes, we that's, are. That's tough. And good morning to Tim Key on the right. In Janet's chair, it is not a... A, a conspiracy to have a man show today just because we're talking football. Janet was out of town this week in San Diego doing some business. Yeah, she's uh, in charge of our uh, independent advisor program here at Gen Wealth that is uh, working with LPL Financial and bringing new advisors to uh, the industry. We've got a flock of, of new folks that we are actually engaging in training in uh, the business. And Janet is actually deeply involved with that uh, with our broker dealer, LPL Financial. So she'll be back next week as we talk this week about Super Sunday. And you heard in the intro there, we're going to draw some connections as we really are kind of prone to do, John. Let's be honest. We love our football analogies around here. During during Razorback season, we constantly uh, draw some parallels there. But the bottom line is, when you talk about the connection between sports in general, but we're going to use football today, and and things happening in your life that you could take away from how a team operates and becomes successful, how they win and get to the Super Bowl, there are a lot of connections to to how you can implement some of the things they do in your life to win at retirement. Well, before we jump into that, we talked last week, and, and Tim and Troy, you guys weren't on, but we kind of took predictions. The Patriots and the Rams tomorrow, who you got? Well, I'd like to see the Rams win, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the Patriots. I think that's the smart money. So I'm the same way. I said the same thing. I, I want the Rams to win, but I never bet against Tom Brady. That's right. And Tim, how do you? Think? Um, I'm actually the same way that Troy is. Yeah. I'd love to see the Rams win, and if, I, if they can get some pressure on Brady, yeah, maybe they'll have a chance. But it's hard well, the, to go against Brady in this situation. The problem is you can't touch him. Yes. You touch them, yes. you get a flag call. You know, that's a great point. We, we, we're not bringing that up in the show today. But there is there is Patriot privilege just like there's Bama privilege, okay? Oh, absolutely. Let, let's be honest. That That's for sure happening. But, you know, I wonder why that is. We've all said that. You you actually picked the Rams I last did. week. I did. So you're going with it. But that's yep. heart. Is it heart more than head? Uh, yeah, it's it really is. I, I You know, I think that Brady uh, is obviously a, a stellar athlete. But I do believe that – for whatever reason, there is this aura around him that uh, the referees create, and and it's uh, really like this force field. And if you violate that force field, if you get within an inch or two of him, then, oh, well, gee, it must be a penalty, because obviously you've done something to violate the rules to get that close to it. Yeah. So I, you know, I just had to go with the Rams, but uh, I do believe that that you know, if it gets down to the fourth quarter with a minute left and Brady has the ball, then all bets are off. And and I think that that you know that's just the way that that rolls. Well, let's talk about the coaches here for just a moment. Uh, obviously, Bill Belichick has been to the Super Bowl so many times. You know, the coach for the Rams is 32 years old, making his first. He may be 33 now. No, the last time I looked, he was 32. He's he, young. May, he may have had a birthday, but half of his players are older than he is. He's he's made a real quick run to the top. There's been some comparisons with Bill Belichick to Vince Lombardi, and, and I think Bill Belichick has obviously been there longer than Lombardi ever was. But when you think about 
these successful coaches, and we've talked about Nick Saban before. I mean, guys that do it year in and year out when there's so many coaches that can't do that on a consistent level. You know, what are they doing differently with their team? It's got to be more than X's and O's, doesn't it, John? Well, I think so. I think there's a lot of psychology that goes into it, and and I, I have no idea. I, of course, I don't follow the Patriots very much, but what I see of Bill Belichick is pretty uh, – Pretty B flat, so to speak, on the side. You know, he just kind of has that snarl on the side of it, uh, on his face, whether on the sideline, whether they're winning or losing, it doesn't matter. He's just this curmudgeon that sits on the sidelines and just kind of stares at stuff. And I don't know what the winning equation is there. Obviously, they've got some some great athletes. Trey Flowers from the Razorbacks is outstanding on their defense, and uh, and so they 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 obviously draft really well. But I think that if you go back and think about Lombardi. Uh, you know, the Packers were, were on the ropes. They had had several humiliating losing seasons. And Lombardi coached the Packers to championships in five of the seven seasons that he was coached. And so there was obviously some magic touch there. And I think a lot of it really does go back to coaching fundamentals like we talk about in your personal finance. Yeah, and you think about Belichick. I mean, the Patriots' Super Bowl uh, history was what, one game? I think they've been to so. one game in the yeah. 80s and played the Bears and got killed, right? So right. you're talking about a 20-year run of nothing and, and no success. And they had good quarterbacks. I mean, they had Drew Drew Bledsoe, wasn't it? Wasn't that his name before yep. Brady? Yep. Uh, and Belichick steps in, and obviously Tom Brady has a lot to do with that. The players, you know, they, they say it all the time, the Jimmys and Joes are more important than the X's and O's. That's part of it, too. But there is something about Lombardi who comes in to uh, a program or a franchise that, that has had little or no success. Nick, Nick Saban steps in. Alabama obviously had had tremendous success, but they were down when yes. he came in. and it was not They were not winning. Bill Belichick steps into the Patriots organization. They're not winning, and he turns them into Super Bowl contenders year in and year out. What's the commonality there with your life and your finances? And we're going to jump into this a little bit over the next couple of minutes and really dive in in the next segment. But I think the message here, John, is is you have to start where you are. The the past doesn't you can't let it impact the future. And that's the biggest news that we could uh, say to Razorback fans is just because we've had <laughs> yeah, a, a right. sucky seven years or so since Bobby that's Petrino right. left and and uh, or was fired uh, doesn't really mean that the future is is really all that bad. And I've got a lot of confidence that Chad Morris, being a uh, a Dabo uh, protege, I think there is a I think there is a system. And I think that Belichick has his system, and and you see that in the tiers of of people that he has working for him, and the and the sophistication of the offense and what have you, and you see that with with Alabama, you see it in a different flavor at Clemson, and so I think that that a lot of times you know the coaches get credit, and I think the coaches are the instigator, if you will, or the the uh, orchestrator of the system, but that system has to work and has to work properly. You think about Clemson. Mm -hmm. Clemson has had consistency of coaches. They've only had a couple of coaches leave the entire time that Dabo has been coach. So that consistency of effort and that consistency of the program continuing to work year after year after year, I think that really is the magic formula that your, your superstar coaches really have figured out. They're not the biggest genius in the world. They just surround themselves with very consistent people that do very fundamental things very specifically and very intently in the programs, and that's why they're successful. You know, 30 years ago, even 20 years ago, the common word was system. It, it was the system that they that the players were entering into that was causing them to win. Now the, the, the catchphrase or the catchword is culture. And yeah. I think that fits better, doesn't it? it? It does. Because you've heard that around the Razorback team, that losing became infectious, and the culture is a losing culture, and they've got to change the culture. And that's what you're talking about with Clemson and with Alabama. And I think it applies to our to our financial lives. Your, 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 ind- your individual culture, Troy, has a lot to do with the results you're going to get. Right. And going back to what you said earlier, you've got to start where you are. Right. Um, and you think about Tom Brady, he was the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL draft. Crazy. No one expected him to be where he is. So look where he is now. You can get there. We're just getting started. Stay with us. The show's back in a moment. Don't touch that dial. Straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money is right around the corner. The Get Ready for the Future show returns after this. 
Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. This is our deep dive. And we only give you four and a half minutes or so of it because we know that it's, uh, it is it is a deep dive. But we welcome you into another edition of the fastest four minutes in investing. Thank you for watching on social media and listening on the radio side on the Get Ready for the Future show. Scott Inman and John Shrewsbury here. And as we talk about uh, the markets and the economy, John, we always fall back to fundamentals. And there's always a lot of noise out there. The markets can react emotionally to things that might be happening. They can be worried or fearful about things that might be, could be, or even do come to fruition. But eventually, when it when you talk about in relationship to market volatility, eventually our belief is it always settles back on the fundamental numbers that are driving our economy. And there's no more fundamental number than earnings and revenue, how companies are doing, how healthy are the corporations that America is investing in. Absolutely. And and if you take a sort of a checkup early in the earnings season, we've had about 112 companies as of the 25th of January to report their earnings. And out of those 112 companies, the revenue growth, meaning their top line income, has actually grown about 5.6% year over year. But the interesting thing is, is those 112 companies are actually doing more with that revenue and their earnings per share growth is growing by 14.3%. of the company, Scott, beat the earnings estimates so far. We're about somewhere in the, I would say, one-fifth of the way through this earnings season. And for that number to come in that strong, I think we're really off to the races when it comes to this earnings dashboard that we look at and how uh, things are playing out for the fourth quarter of 2018. Well, and I think it's natural, too, for investors uh, to look at how things went in 2017 and, and for part of 2018 before we had the rocky volatility in the last quarter and and get worried about things have been going so well, how much longer can they go? And we do know that we're about to hit the 10-year anniversary of the bull market. And we do know that at some point, based on historic market cycles, we're going to go back down. But this is the thing you kind of have to keep relying on is what are companies doing? How healthy are they? And those are very robust numbers. Absolutely. And there's some other good news as well. So jobs continue to show gains. ADP, the payroll company, reported stronger than expected employment in the month of December. Also, earlier this week, trade talks restarted with China. So that gives some serious hope that the concerns about the trade war with China will be resolved. So, Scott, with all this good news breaking out, what is there to worry about? You know, what is it that we are concerned about? Well, number one thing that there is some concern about out there is some hangover from the government shutdown. You know, there were 800,000 people out of work for almost a month. And so those people did not get a paycheck. And so that's obviously going to have some effect on spending and the economy and what have you. But I think it's going to be a delay as opposed to uh, that money just disappearing from the economy because it's not like they didn't get paid. They were just delayed in getting paid. So they'll be paying those bills, catching up and and having an injection into the economy, uh, you know, in the days to come from the delayed paychecks that they got. But also you take a look at uh, the big concern is what happens in three weeks. Mm -hmm. Let's don't go for two here. Let's don't shut the government down again, because we believe that that will have some psychological effect and some real effect on GDP growth over into 2019. If we keep taking that amount of jobs out of the economy and that amount of stimulus out of the economy, because the government does spend a lot of money. Our thanks to LPL Research, as always, for their uh, earnings dashboard. We were looking at that information today, and that is a look at the fastest four minutes in investing, still looking at how fundamentals are driving the economic outlook. We thank you for watching on social media. Stay with us on the radio side. 
like what you hear? The Get Ready for the Future show is always just a click away. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, or on our website, GetReadyForTheFuture.com. We'll be right back. This ain't your mama's financial advice. Turn it up, because we're back with the Get Ready for the Future show. General Financial Advisors has offices all across the state of Arkansas in West Little Rock, Bryant, El Dorado, Hot Springs. We also have an office in Northwest Louisiana. There is an advisor near you, and, and we walk our clients through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. So if you're, our, you, if you're someone who's about to retire, and, and by that we mean anytime in the next five to ten years, it's time to take the step to begin walking through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And the first step to doing that is to set up your complimentary appointment. And you can do that by dialing 501 653 7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355. You can call today. It is a weekend, so the offices are closed. You can leave us a message, or if you prefer, pick up the phone and do that first thing Monday morning. You can also reach out via email. Just send us an email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com, and Anna Olive, our client introductory specialist, will get back with you and set up that first appointment. And again, I want to stress that's complimentary. We'll ask you to bring some things to that appointment. It might take about two hours of your day, but it's just a conversation. Cost you nothing to take that first step towards walking through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. And we're going to talk today about why that's important. And I think we'll even get into the uh, nuts and bolts of what's inside that process before the end of the show as we draw some some lines, some connections between what the big game on Super Sunday can teach us about our retirement. And, and the first thing we kind of got into in the first segment was we took a look at these successful coaches, John, and, and and how they turned around the franchises or programs that they inherited. They came in during a bad time and they got the players, they got the culture right, and they began winning Super Bowls. And when you think about how do I do that, there are a lot of people I think who who listen to our show that want to get motivation out of out of listening to it. It's not really about picking out the, that perfect investment because we know that doesn't exist. Right. It's about getting motivated to do the right things consistently, long-term, to get the results you want. And Troy said something at the end of the last segment. It's about starting wherever you are. And we know that people listening today are starting at, very, at, a, at a lot of different places. Yeah, let's talk about starting wherever you are because I think that there is a mindset that wherever you are, you're just there by fate. And, and you know, that's what the cards have been dealt to you uh, in life and, and you just have to deal with it. Well, here is what I was told very early in my career by a, a real coach who said to me, John, life will, will give you what you will accept. Not what necessarily you want, but what you will accept. And if you accept being broke, you will be broke. If you accept being financially independent, you will be financially independent. And I think a lot of that is the mindset that we've got to take into this whole idea of how do we uh, draw some parallels to sports and, and what makes the difference between a winner and a loser. And a lot of times it is the mindset. If you think about what you have at your disposal right now, you probably have a 401k plan at your work. And most folks that are listening to this show aren't even putting enough into that 401k plan to capture the match, the free money that your employer is willing to give you to help you get financially independent. Well, that's step number one. You've got to take advantage of what life is giving you. You take a look at that and you go, well, are are you accepting mediocrity if you don't do that? Well, absolutely, because that's a tool that you've got that you could be using to aid your financial independence, and you're really not doing that. People think about, well, I don't have access to a retirement plan. Everybody has access to a retirement plan. Anybody can open an IRA or a Roth IRA. And we really like Roth IRAs for young folks because it gives them a lot of time to put money into a Roth IRA, build up tax-free interest in that Roth IRA or tax-free gain in that Roth IRA, where all of that money is going to be tax-free to you in your retirement. Talk about a big step toward financial independence. You cut out Uncle Sam from your financial independence equation. You've done a nice job. When you think about it, Tim, a lot of people want to save what they think they can afford to save. That they, They're basing their long-term 
savings long-term accumulation process on where they are now in life. And and it all goes back to cash flow management. It, as far as finding being able to find more, you have to stay allergic to debt, as Dave Ramsey says. Well, absolutely. I mean, you have to live like no one else today so you can live like no one else later. That's one of Dave's big sayings. But I think a lot of it goes back to you know, we need to get started. And there's a lot of people out there that don't even know where to start. And so a lot of these players that are coming in for the Patriots and and so forth, they're coming into that system, that culture. I mean, there's a lot of great players around there that have been there for a long time. Mm. And those people are able to build up and go off. They're not just Coach Belichick, but the other coaches that are out there on the field. Mm -hmm. And so I think everyone out there, if you don't know exactly where to start, you need to get a coach. Mm-hmm. And that's where a financial advisor can come in and help you out and coach you through what is available to you, whether it's a 401k, a Roth IRA, all these other things also have a, help you get out of debt because really that debt is stealing our retirement from us in most cases. Mm-hmm. And Scott, let me tag on to what you said because you mentioned something about uh, people want to save what they can afford. If that's all you ever save, you'll never make it. Yeah. You have to have some degree of sacrifice. I am, uh, I'm, I'm living sacrifice right now because I have, for the first time in my life, I am consistently going to the gym and working out three times a week. And I, I've, I've got this routine that I go through and I just absolutely will not stray off of that routine. Now, when I go home, I'm ready to fall in the bed and, and crash because I'm exhausted. That's a sacrifice. It's hard to get up out of the chair and go to the gym. I'm, I do it in the evening. I saw, I've already gone to work and I have to literally just motivate myself to get out of the chair, go get in the car, drive to the gym and go through that workout routine. But if you don't do those sacrifices, you're never going to enjoy the gains. And the gains that I'm enjoying now is a little bit of late weight loss. I feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. I'm able, I, I, the core uh, stuff that I'm working on is improve my balance. You get those gains. You get that that improvement by employing some sacrifice in your life. And if you always want to do whatever's comfortable, mm-hmm. whatever you think you can afford, that's not ju- that's just not going to cut it at all. Well, let's dive a little deeper into that, because when you think about what you're doing, you're focused on the results and you've gotten a little taste of yes. the results. And that keeps the motivation going. So you you have to kind of have that, again, long-term focus. If you were focused on what you wanted to do, sit down on the couch and watch TV, or what it was going to make you feel like during rather than after, right. it'd be a different story, wouldn't it? Let me tell you the greatest reward I've had from this is I was able this past weekend to go to a, a shop up here at the outlet mall and buy one size smaller belt because I would, had run out of uh, the holes on the, on the other one. So I had to go get a smaller belt because otherwise it was going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was probably, I spent like 30 bucks or something like that, got two, that was a really good sale, by the way, but I, I wasn't expecting excited about the sale. I was excited about the opportunity to go and actually physically see, hey, here are the here's the fruit of my labor here. Yeah, when you say physically see, Troy, I think that brings up a good point too because whether you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s and we're assuming maybe you'd have saved something in your 40s and we're going to have a great illustration of what that could look like for you potentially or hypothetically in just a second. But John said I could see down the line, the end of the road, one of the key points to whether it's the ready to retire process or any client that comes into Gen Wealth is going to be putting together of where are we going? What does it need to look like? Right. Yeah. You want to, you want to see your financial plan on paper. Um, a lot of people don't have a written financial plan. Right. And if you've just got investments, you know, you can't really see those investments. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard to imagine, you know, what your portfolio's done unless you're just looking at a statement every now and then. But it's much better to see a written financial plan that shows you what you need to be doing to stay on track every single year. Identifying that savings rate to uh, get to where you want to be when you stop accumulating and start spending when retirement comes. So let's give you an idea of that. Uh, these are going to be hypotheticals. And again, we're talking about uh, an illustration that is starting from zero. Okay, so if you're in your 20s right now, or even if you're in your 30s, or if you get much older than that, I don't think zero would work in this hypothetical because we're talking about for 30 years. So if you had started from zero, and well, let's set it up on on how we arrived and how much, John. So so the average Arkansas... Uh, salary is about $46,000 a year. Right. right. And so if you took 10% 
of that salary. Mm-hmm. If you said, I'm going to save 10% of my money, which is not a huge sacrifice because a chunk of that actually is the taxes that you would pay on that money. Mm-hmm. So you don't see a 10% reduction in your paycheck. But let's just say that you committed to a 10% salary uh, savings each month into your 401k plan. That's $4,600 a year or $383 a month. Now, if you work at an employer that you have the average match for a 401k plan in this day and time is about 50 cents on the dollar. So if you get that 50% match on that 401k, your employer is going to kick in another uh, a few hundred dollars. So you'll be up to 575 a month okay. on a consistent basis, saving that money. Now, if you start from zero and you start putting that away, if you are even 30 years old, Mm-hmm. And you do that for 30 years. Mm-hmm. If you invested that, and we use the S&P 500 as a proxy here. In the past 30 years. Yeah, the past yeah. 30 years of the S&P 500. And, and understand that the S&P 500 is an unmanaged index, and you can't go directly invest in the S&P 500, but it is a measure of the broad market. And so if you got the rate of return that the S&P 500 has given us, what would you what you would have at the end of that period of time at the end of that 30 years is over $900,000 saved simply by saving 10% of your income, never increasing it, never increasing your employer match, just simply getting 50 cents on the dollar match. You could almost be a millionaire by making that one commitment, that one sacrifice. Those are some incredible numbers. Let's hit them again. So again, 10% of your salary, if your salary is $46,000 a year, but let's don't get caught up in that. Just think about the actual number, $4,600 of your pre-tax salary going into an investment account. That's $383 a month. If the dollar, if the 50 cents on the dollar match increases that to $575 per month. So $575 per month going in month to month to month over 30 years and it happened over the past 30 years the in the S&P 500 index the actual returns of that index it would be $932,768 today so here's the question here's what you need to ask yourself if you're out there and you say look I'd love to be a millionaire. I would just absolutely love to be a millionaire. Okay. How bad do you want to be a millionaire? What are you willing to sacrifice today? What are you willing to do today? What kind of commitment are you willing to make today to actually get there? We've laid out a basic plan here. Now, none of that is guaranteed or anything of that nature, but that is a path. That is what the history of the market has given us. If we have a repeat of that history, you've got an opportunity to actually break through and become a millionaire. The path is there. The question is, is the commitment there? That's what you've got to look at. And that can only come from inside you. That's not something that we can do. That's something that you have to do. All right. So we're going to take a look at another illustration on the other side of the break. What if you have been saving, but you're not in your 30s and you don't think you've saved enough? We'll take a look at those numbers and how that works out next. Monday warrior, mean, mean strive. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Join us for one of our live events in your area. Go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash events for a calendar. More of the Get Ready for the Future show after this. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show from the Gen Wealth Radio Network Studios. My name is Scott Inman, John Shrewsbury, Troy Johnson, Tim Key gathered today for the Get Ready for the Future show all across the state of Arkansas. We are glad to have you with us on Super Bowl weekend. Super Sunday tomorrow, Patriots and Rams going at it, and we're taking some lessons from what the big game can teach us about retirement. At GenWealth, we are education-driven, strategy-based, and team-delivered. And as a part of the education-driven component, we hold frequently Gen Wealth Academy workshops, free opportunities for our clients and prospective clients to come eat dinner with us, have a conversation, ask their questions, get those questions answered, and learn something about a specific topic. And upcoming, the upcoming workshop that's right around the corner we want to tell you about today is three big risks. What are the three big risks to your retirement that you need to deal with? And we talked in the last segment about walking through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process and This is all about dealing with those three big risks. You've accumulated money all your life, John, and now you're going to be going into the spending years of your retirement, and the game's changing. We're talking about football today. 
The game changes when you go from accumulation to distribution. There are three big risks we're going to talk about in that workshop. It's February 28th at 6.30 at Mike's Place in Conway. We'll have a nice dinner, free to attend, education-driven we're not there to sell you anything. We want you to learn something about the three big risks. Absolutely. If you think about uh, the football analogies that we're making, think about the uh, the offense, Troy, that Alabama used to run. Mm-hmm. It was three yards in a cloud of dust. Right. You know, it was it was they were just going to run over well, you. It was eighteen in a cloud of dust. Well, that's true. But, <laughs> depending on who you're playing, obviously, but but it was basically just ground and pound football. Right. Well. A few years ago, Nick Saban went, hmm, the game is changing. Yeah. So I have to change my offense. And now they're throwing it all over the field. It's wide open offense. They, they do all kinds of, of stunts and things of that nature that, that really you would never think that a classic Alabama team would do. Right. And so you've got to be able to flex and that change comes in that transition period as you head into that retirement red zone. Yeah. And when you're going into retirement, the game really does change a lot. Um, and I like to say that just because you make it to the big game, since we're talking about the Super Bowl, it doesn't mean you're a champion. You have to win that game. So you need a strategy to overcome those obstacles during that game or during your retirement. So to find out about those three big risks and some strategies to take on those risks, join us February 28th at 6.30 at Mike's Place in Conway. It is free to attend and easy to register. Just go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. We need a record of who's coming so we know how much uh, how, many, how many seats to have reserved and how much food to have ready. If you'll do that and join us, you'll learn about those three big risks imperative as you walk up to retirement. If you're five to ten years out, you really need to know about these three big risks. So as we draw these connections on what the big game can teach us about our retirement, we talk, we've we been talking so far about one thing, and that's start where you are. I want to finish up the illustrations that we had. We talked about uh, a younger person starting from scratch, investing $575 a month over the past 30 years in the S&P 500 index. And of course, the as we mentioned, the 500 index is an index. It cannot be invested into directly, but hypothetically, an illustration showed us that you would accumulate over 30 years, if you had done that over the last 30 years, $932,768, just a bit shy of a million. I want to point out, Troy, that it's not just about the return or the excellent uh, uh, performance of the S&P 500. It's also about the fact that because you were consistently investing, there's there's a possible advantage there. Right. When you're putting money into your 401k, a lot of people don't realize what they're doing. It's called dollar cost averaging. Mm -hmm. uh, If the same amount's going in every month, for example. Mm -hmm. And let's be clear, dollar cost averaging is not going to guarantee you success in investing. But what it does is when the market's high, and prices of those funds are high, you're putting in the same dollar amount, so you're going to buy fewer shares, right? Right. When the market takes a dip, like you think about right now, the market's down a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you're still putting your money in every month, you're buying more shares because the price is lower. Mm-hmm. So that's how we kind of buy everything else, right? When mm-hmm. the price is high, we're not going to buy as much of whatever it is. And right. if the price goes down or it goes on sale, we may buy a couple more. So it's the same thing that you're doing inside of your uh, 401k in this example. So that aids uh, possibly in that uh, accumulation time as well. So I want to take a look though. We did two illustrations and I want to take a look at the other one because we're talking about young people having 30 years and, and, and how time is on their side. Compound interest is an advantage for them. But what about if you're older? Let's take a look at having less time. Maybe you don't have time. Maybe you're in your 50s. And I actually sat with a couple uh, not that long ago. They were in their uh, early to mid 50s. And they had about these exact numbers, about $100,000 saved for retirement. And they knew when they came in and sat down with me that they were behind. And they probably had a feeling, I think that from talking with them, they had a feeling like they didn't have enough time to catch up and to get to where they wanted to be. So same example, at least where we're starting. If you have $100,000 and you save $575 per month, but you're increasing your contributions a little bit. Because we're going to assume if you're in your 50s, you're making a little bit more than you are in your, in your, in your 20s or 30s. If you increase that $575 a month by 5% per year for 15 years, taking a look at the results of the S&P 500 over the past 15 years, you would have accumulated $591,523. So that's just a bit shy of $600,000. So even in a more 
condensed time frame in that example, going from 100 to 600,000 in a hypothetical illustration of the S&P 500 performance, you could still make a big difference in your retirement. And Tim, that is not a million dollars, obviously, but we see people every day that when you combine all of their resources for retirement, if they've got $600,000, they've got a pretty nice retirement. They definitely do, especially if they're out of debt. And I think these examples go back. You have to start where you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the big things is when we come in, uh, meet with 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds, and they may only have 100000 they know they're behind. But we also can show them that there is hope, that there's a way to actually catch up. But you're going to have to pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to start making some changes in your behavior or where that money's going from your cash flow and make sure that you're actually setting aside enough to accumulate five or $600,000 that we can actually project and you know put together a good plan that's going to give you a good retirement that's going to give you income for life. Taking that first step to walk through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process, no matter where you are right now, is pretty easy. Just call 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355 to set up your complimentary first appointment with a Gen Wealth advisor. Now, another thing that football can teach us, successful teams can teach us about our retirement. And we're going to go back to the quarterbacks on this one. We talked about Tom Brady not being able to be really touched or, or breathed on heavily or there's a flag called. You can't you can't count on that, right? You can't count on Can the, you even the, look at him? That's yeah, the, yeah. Don't, don't look him in the eye. That's don't right. Don't look him in the eye. But he also has an offensive line that keeps those guys off of him. And when you talk about the blind side, the side that – a right-handed thrower can't see belongs to the left tackle. A lot of people know about the story of the movie called The Blind Side. Michael Ower, who was the left tackle for Ole Miss, a monster offensive lineman, had a, has had a great career in the NFL. But that's what the blind side is. There are things, if you're the quarterback of your retirement, that you can't see coming. That's right. And that's why you need something like the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process to help you watch the blind side. That's what you've got to do in retirement. What are the blind side? What are the things that could blindside you? Well, number one is obviously uh, changes in the market. We saw that happen in October, November, and December. Uh, we were down almost 20% in the market. It's worked its way back up and, and things are coming back up. That wasn't really a blind side. That was really just kind of a, one of those uh, passing glances, if you will. Yep. But, but it really really is something that we are looking at on a consistent basis because we know at some point in time, the market is going to change and the bull market that we've enjoyed for almost 10 years now is going to go away. So what have you got to do? You've got to have a plan. You've got to have a plan that understands that that bull market is not always going to drive the returns of your investment. How do you protect the downside in your investments? That's something that we do in the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process is we look at that that required income, the the necessary expenses that you need to have on a month-to-month and year-to-year basis. What is the source of that money? Mm-hmm. Where is that money coming from? How are you going to provide for those on a consistent basis? That's the job number one of the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process is to solidify that guaranteed income stream against those guaranteed expenses, if you will. The word there is consistency. Yes. You, you want to be able to have an income plan in retirement that is consistent. And how do you build that when the blind side, as John talked about, could be market volatility? Well, it comes back to the strategy-based component of Gen Wealth, Troy, and building a plan that doesn't look like your investment plan in your accumulation years. Right. Yeah. We've, we've touched on this several times today, but you, it, it is a very different game. When you get to retirement and you start taking income, uh, if the market's going up and down and being very volatile, that's not really where you want to be pulling your income from. Mm-hmm. So again, with our time segmented strategy that we use, when we're taking income, we pull that income from less volatile uh, sources. Mm-hmm. And then we let that further out bucket where you're going to get your growth. We let that go. And it's okay if there's some volatility out there because we're not going to use that money for quite a while. And the reverse is true, Tim, as well, because you can't do the opposite. You can't run from the stock market either. You can't run from equity exposure. You can't go put it all in a CD or cash because there are other risks you're exposed to. No, definitely one of the big things is inflation. Mm -hmm. We know things are going to be more expensive over time. So we have to have that exposure to the market, especially for that money we may not need for 15 years. And that's where the plan that we put together and the segmentation that we actually do, the 
what where most of our clients have seen the volatility in their accounts recently has been the money that they don't need for 15 years. So when we can sit down with our clients and show them exactly what each bucket's going to do and the strategy for that, I mean, they can usually take a deep breath and said, and remember what we put together is the plan and say, that's right. And they can go on with it. Scott, uh, I've got a blog that will be up on our website at getreadyforthefuture.com. It is entitled, Are You Ready for the Next One? Because we are coming up on a 10-year anniversary of a bull market. How long will it last? You've got to be ready for the next bear market. We, you know, did dealt with that in 2008, 2008. I can vividly remember 2008, uh, like it was yesterday. And so you've got to have that plan to be ready. And I think there's no better place to start than sitting down with a financial advisor. And here at GenWealth, we have the GenWealth ready to retire process that helps you to prepare as best you can for these things that, that could blindside you as you move into retirement. We want to be your Michael Owen. Well, yeah. We're yeah. not as big as Michael Orr. John, you're trying to get smaller. You're I am trying to get smaller. smaller. So we're not as big as the big left tackle for Ole Miss and then the NFL. But we want to protect or watch your blind side. And that, we got some friends. And we've got some friends. <laughs> and that's part of the strategy-based component uh, we have here at GenWealth. We'll talk a little bit more about the things the big game can teach us next. Your retirement should be more, more than just investments, more about you, and more Get Ready for the Future show. Stay tuned for more. Tired of the commercials? We are too. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show. I want to take a mention or take a moment to mention about John and Janet's new book that's out called Your Retirement Should Be More. You can find out more about it at retirementshouldbemore.com. That book's been out since November. We've been giving it away uh, on the show. We've been giving it to some of our clients. It's getting out there. It's a really quick read, an easy, plain English read of about 128 pages or so, and it can talk about some of the things we talk about on the show, but really basically help motivate you to build your retirement. And we're hoping, hopefully doing that today as we talk about some of the things the big game can teach us about retirement. And we talked about starting where you are and, and creating that savings plan identifying your savings rate, your contribution rate, how much do you need to be putting away based on where you want to go. The stick to itness, as they say, the football coaches like to make up words, right? But it's the discipline. And then it creates a culture and you continue to do that. And you're driving down the road and you're getting to where you want to go. And then we have to watch the blind side, as we mentioned. What are the things you're not looking out for? We're going to talk about in this segment, one of the things that you notice in football that can be really timely is clock management. And more specifically, when a coach decides, guys, to take a timeout. And I'm thinking in big moments in games. You know, obviously they they take timeouts for different reasons, but I'm thinking about when the offense breaks the huddle and they line up and the defense sees what play they may be about to run and they know they're not fitting it. Their alignment is off. Things are not going to work out well if they make this play happen without taking a pause. There's also when the defense is on its heels, right? They're winded and they need a break. Sometimes they take a timeout just to get 30 seconds to breathe before they run a play when they're not at their best. And I think when, John, you talk about calling a timeout in your retirement process or your financial planning or savings, it's when you are on the verge of making the wrong decision at the wrong time for the wrong reason. Absolutely. And there are good timeouts and there are bad timeouts. Anyone who remembers kind of the Houston nut era, we'd just be, you know, slobbing it up at the line of scrimmage and not get the play in and have to call a timeout because we weren't ready. You're taking some shots at coaches today. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm just telling it like it is. That is how that was. I used to be, you know, I used to yell at them from the stands about that. Is come on, really? You got all day here. Come on. So the the point is, is that you can do all you can do, but sometimes you do need to take a timeout, and that doesn't mean just jumping out of the market if things are bad or something of that nature and doing the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason. But what I think a timeout is is when you get your head out of the noise, you get your head out of the TV, you get your head away from all of the stuff that's going on, and Troy, you break open that blue binder that we give right. and you go back to that plan. Yeah. And a good timeout that, that I think we do is, is our annual reviews with our clients mm-hmm. where they come in because we can go over all
all this stuff, but if a year goes by, you're probably going to forget some of it. So it's good to come back in, open that binder back up and see that, hey, we're on track here or make any adjustments that we need to do. And that's kind of our time out here at GenWealth. I say it straight up with our clients. When we talk about that binder and we finish up the process of presenting that binder, I oftentimes say the greatest thing about this is, is that we're going to walk away. Both you and I are going to walk away from this appointment. We're not going to remember a lot of this, right? So having it on paper on purpose allows us to take that time out and have a good reminder session with our clients because quite frankly, many of them come in and they don't remember all the details, maybe even some of the major components of the plan. And that really helps keep them on track and and helps them avoid making bad decisions. Yeah. Since we're very strategy based, it's great to have that plan because that plan is going to be unique for each of our clients. And like Scott, as you said, you know, we're going to meet with many, many clients over a period of time, and it's going to be hard to remember exactly what we put together for someone. But we can always refer back to that, get back on track and take that little breather, that time out, readjust and also make some audibles at times as well, because we know life's going to happen to our clients and things are going to change. A job change may be in play or, you know, a death in the family, whatever it might be. But we always have that starter um, plan that we can always go back to. We can make changes to it as we go through life and be able to keep adjusting for that. Scott, a great time to take a time out is when you have been a successful accumulator. When you are approaching retirement and you know the game is about to change, that is a great time to take a time out and sit down and totally reevaluate. Uh, oftentimes we have to have conversations about uh, the, the this change with folks who are so go-go growth oriented. They don't want to take their foot off the gas pedal. They, they've grown their money for 20 or 30 years and they're very growth oriented. They believe in the American economy and all of that. And we do too. But you are playing a different game. The circumstances are going to be different when you are withdrawing money from your portfolio. And no, it is not as easy as simply just withdrawing money and hoping that your portfolio keeps up with that or or outstrips the amount of money that you're pulling out of that portfolio. There's a lot more dynamic to it than just that simple equation. So sitting down with a financial advisor and creating a retirement income plan frankly, is a rarity in this country. Only about 16% of the people who retire actually retire on paper on purpose. They actually have a written document that they go by. That's what all of our retirees here at GenWealth get is a written plan, and it is customized to their particular situation. And John, I think people do realize when they walk up into that, as we call it, retirement red zone, five to 10 years out, that the game is changing. I think about uh, a client we sat with just recently uh, about to step into retirement this spring, late spring, early summer, uh, had a very successful career, did a very good job of putting away money, is very educated in some of the things that we're talking about when it comes to investment strategies. And I remember him sitting across the table from us during our first appointment, and we were talking about what are you concerned about? What thoughts do you have? What is important to you? And one of the things he told us was, I would not be able to sleep at night if I was managing my own retirement. Yeah, and that's something that a lot of people equate with retirement is they don't want to fool with it. They don't want to manage their own money. They want to enjoy life, and they want someone. They are a delegator, Tim. Absolutely. It's something they don't want to have to worry about. You know, They want us to worry about that for them, and that's what we're here for. We're here to actually keep an eye on the market. We're here to make sure that the plan is going according to how we put it together for them. And if there's ever a problem, we can reach out to them. But as Troy mentioned, we have those annual reviews, so we can just do that quick checkup, and they can get that comfort level. They're getting that monthly check from us. They know it's coming. But then we have that annual review and just do another checkup on them and make sure that everything is in play for the next 15 or 20 years or however long that retirement may last. And that takes us to our final thought today about what the big game can teach us about our own retirement or finances. And it's rely on your teammates to help you find the end zone together. We're going to go back to Vince Lombardi. That's where we started this broadcast. That's where we're going to wrap it up. A couple of quotes from Lombardi. People who work together will win, whether it will be against complex football defenses or the problems of modern society. And another quote, individual commitment to a group effort, that is what makes a team work, a company work, a society work, a a civilization work. And that really goes back to the concept of having a coach in your life 
to be a part of the destination you're trying to reach. And it does really uh, amplify the team concept that we have here at GenWealth. Uh, you have an advisor, you have a lead advisor, but you also have a lot of people behind that lead advisor that are knowledgeable about your plan. They know what's going on in your plan. They are helping that lead advisor to work through that. Uh, it, it really cannot just depend on one person because what if something happens to me, you, Troy, Tim, whoever? Uh, you know, that's, there's, that doesn't have to dictate that there's turmoil in the client's life. There has to be consistency and continuity of the implementation of this plan. One of the biggest things that I see is that a lot of times when uh, people are on track, they're doing what they're supposed to do, and then whoever it is that's coaching them quits, dies, retires, gets fired, whatever the case may be, all of a sudden they don't have that coach anymore. They don't have that person, and they run in somebody else to take that person's place, and they basically just start from scratch and go all over again as opposed to continuing the process that they started. I want to remind you again, we have a couple of minutes left about our upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshop. We've touched on uh, some of the risks that pre-retirees will face as they move in from accumulation years into distribution years. The game changes, and we're going to talk about the three biggest ones, the three big risks to your retirement at an upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshop on February 28th. And we would like you to join us at 6.30 at Mike's Place in Conway. We've been there a few times now and over the last few years, uh, and we have a, a nice uh, private room that we go back and we do a little bit of presentation, have a dinner. It is absolutely free to attend. Education is the driving factor there. We are not there to sell you anything. We just hope you walk away with some information, especially if you're five to 10 years out from retirement, a very important time to consider these three big risks and begin to implement a strategy, a written plan to tackle those risks, to take them head on. February 28th, 630, Mike's Place in Conway. You can sign up by going to info at getreadyforthefuture.com. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process, you can set up your first appointment. It's complimentary, 501-653-7355 is the number to call. Again, it's 501-653-7355. We have offices in Bryant. Hot Springs, uh, I drew a blank, West Little Rock, El Dorado. I worked there and I couldn't remember. West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, and El Dorado. I say it every week. You think I'll be able to I, I love that. this because now the old jokes can switch their their focal point to Scott because obviously we just had a senior moment right there, didn't we? Well, what I wanted to say was Conway because I had just said Conway for the workshop. So maybe I'm, I've got some visions there that maybe we should have an office in Conway. So well, I think that might be something that we ought to think about. There we go. Right there. You've heard him. He's, he's on record now. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Bryant. Hot Springs, El Dorado, and West Little Rock will get that number, 501-653-7355. We'll get you in touch with uh, an advisor near, near you and also Northwest uh, Louisiana. Scott, let's uh, talk just a second about our, our book, uh, Your Retirement Should Be More. If you'd like to pick up a copy of that book, you can go to retirementshouldbemore.com. That's retirementshouldbemore.com. We go through about eight or nine mores that your retirement should be. Uh, there are things like more personal, more, uh, personal, more predictable, more dependable. Those are things that if you feel like that's something that you'd like to have as a part of your overall retirement plan, then pick up the book. You can uh, go to barnesandnoble.com. I think that website directs you to barnesandnoble.com to pick up the book. And you can continue to listen here to Get Ready for the Future Show because we'll have more giveaways as the month goes on. Hope you enjoy the Super Bowl, and we hope you'll join us again next week for more next Saturday on the Get Ready for the Future Show. The GenWealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of GenWealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. We'll